This is a Triple J podcast. On this episode of Simply the Jest, stick them up because we are getting our very best court stories. You'll hear about getting caught in the bedroom, caught in the bathtub, and even caught on CCTV. Completely exploded. What? Like the serial killer? Yeah, the serial killer, yeah. No! Did you say you died? Are you back from the dead? What? Are you a ghost? I am back from the dead. At what point did you realise you were <laughs> swimming in the pool of one of the most famous musicians of all time? Like, too late. Like... <laughs> Is this a Ratatouille situation? What? Wow. Oh, here we go. Hello. Hello. Hi. Simply the Jest. Australia's best stories. Hello there, podcast enthusiasts. It is me, Lewis Hobber. It's also me, Michael Hing. And it's me, Jess Perkins. Tutu! Little skipper herself. Hello, Paco. <laughs> How are you? I'm great. I mean, you know, I'm here doing the podcast. What mm. more could I possibly want in my life? This is wow. the peak. Uh, now, Perka, we have some news for you, and actually for everyone listening to the podcast, which is that if you love listening to Hobber and Hing... Eh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, actually. But, so I mean, was, it, uh, was this rhetorical? I'm sorry. sorry. I'll yeah. shut up. I'll shut up. It was, you don't even need to love it. You could just endure it. <laughs> endure it. If, you, if you're willing to listen. Actually, this is, this you is you, are Perko. <laughs> if you are someone who has shown a willingness to endure our yammering on for um, between, I don't know, 25 and 45 minutes a week, Perko, we have a brand new podcast. What? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's called Silver Bullet. Mm-hmm. We've been working on it for a long time. We're really excited about it. Now, Jess, you aren't on the podcast regularly, as you mm-hmm. are on to be the Jess, but you are a guest on one of our episodes. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we should say what the, the podcast is. Sure. It's uh, Lewis it's and It's a I... storytelling podcast no. where each week people no. call in. <laughs> it's a podcast where um, Lewis and I are searching for a silver bullet. Now, obviously, Lewis and I are extremely broken people. Mm-hmm. I think if you've listened to this podcast, you would know that even though we make fun of Perko, she's probably the most well-adjusted out of the three of us, <laughs> um, which I hate to admit, it's heartbreaking. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, you know, Lewis and I have tried all the regular remedies to being broken uh-huh. diet exercise therapy all that kind of stuff but um also we just want to try some wacky stuff as well well we both have tried wacky things mm. in the past particularly during the pandemic you and i uh would come in and see each other every week or every day and we'd be like how's the brain zero out of ten what are you doing to fix it and hing would be like well i just spent five hundred dollars on a titanium spinning top which is supposed <laughs> to help me meditate and i'm For like example that's not going to help. Meanwhile, Lewis got an eye massager that um, he bought off a, I would say, quite dodgy Chinese website. Well, look, it does massage the eyes really well. It does also get too hot, doesn't it? Well, it's an eye heater, <laughs> first and foremost. That is actually its designated function. The mm. massage is a bonus. The second bonus it has is it does play little songs to you. And the oh. songs will drive you insane. But the heat and the massage, pretty damn good. So huh. these are the kind of um, things we'll be trying. Each week we get a guest on, we try out a new solution to life's, to any and all of life's problems, mm. and we give it a review. Now, Perka, when you came on, your episode isn't out yet. It will be out in a couple of weeks' time. But um, what did you get us to do? Get spray tans. <laughs> so um, look, if you want Perko to be judging our semi-naked bodies, uh, that's coming up. <laughs> It's re- we're really excited about it. You can listen to it wherever you're listening to this podcast. Yep. If you just look up Silver Bullet or Hobber and Hing's mm-hmm. Silver Bullet, you'll be able to find it there. But also we're going to be doing this one on YouTube. Yep. So you can see our faces. I was about to say beautiful, and then I was about to say ugly, and then I just couldn't commit to either, either angle. <laughs> see, this is the I kind of anxiety we're trying to overcome, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, that's enough plugging for that. Shall we get into this week's episode? Perko, we have this week an incredible topic. We're going with the topic of simply just court. 
Mm. And we've like, you know, we've explored, you know, where you've been caught before and it's sure. always a fun and, uh, and, and, and silly and loose yes. topic. I just remembered one. Oh, yeah. Um, and luckily it's not me looking like an idiot, which is great, but it's my partner, Aiden, who <laughs> you guys know, and he's, he's lovely, yeah, but uh-huh. he's also a bit odd. But, you know, I like that about him. Anyway, I got home from work recently and I've walked in the door and he was in a Zoom meeting. And so I was just, you know, being quiet. I was in the kitchen and I could hear him in the other room just farting like several (laughs) times. He's just sitting there watching this Zoom meeting, watching somebody talk. He's just farting. And then one time he sort of, he farted a bit louder than the others and and kind of without thinking, he just sort of said, whoops. And then I heard his boss say, sorry, Aiden, what was that? Oh, he had the mic on the whole time. Mike was on the entire time. Didn't mute, was having a toot. <laughs> <laughs> he got caught farting in a Zoom meeting and then yeah. he just sort of goes, oh, sorry, I thought I was on mute and continues with the meeting. I'm losing it in of the course. kitchen, absolutely wetting myself laughing. He comes out and just goes, oh, that's a bit embarrassing. I was like, You're, everybody you work with. Just heard you farting up a storm. Yeah. Now, Perk, I guess this is a good time to tell you that sometimes you leave the mics on in the studio. <laughs> and uh, boy, howdy, do you let them rip. <laughs> and and we, every time we uh, every you leave, we go, damn, mm. Perk doing some great toots at the moment. <laughs> and that's really where the catchphrase, toot toot, came from. <laughs> My butt. Little skipper, toot toot. Every time we say that, it's actually just farting twice. <laughs> Doing an incredible impression of our voices. Um, I also have a court story. I, I don't know if I've ever told this one on the podcast before. Uh, the story about how I caught my high school girlfriend cheating on me. Hot oh. damn. No, I don't think you have. Okay, so um, it was, I would say in some ways, a detective game as sharp as Sherlock Holmes himself. Wow. And in other ways, um, something so humiliating that I don't talk about it a lot. The okay. fucking is afoot. <laughs> So I was uh, dating someone and it came, I think we'd been dating not for very long. Maybe how old were you? I'm just trying to figure out how much I can find this funny. 17? <laughs> okay, 16 or 17. That's, uh, still, that's funny territory yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I think I was like 16 or 17. Okay. And we'd been dating for maybe, I don't know, let's say like less than half a year, a couple of months. Right? Okay. It's coming up to Valentine's Day. So we started dating at the end of the, last, at the, end of the year. Towards the end of the year, and there was Valentine's Day coming up. Mm-hmm. So and, a lot uh, of that time was actually over summer holidays. Where, where we spent a lot of time together. Oh, So okay. it had been good, right? And um, for Valentine's Day, I uh, went and bought a necklace. You know, when you're like 17, you're trying to buy a gala necklace. And you go to like, I don't know, Prouds or whatever. Some like mm-hmm. dude. I still have nightmares about a, a necklace that I brought my girlfriend when I was oh, 18. Yeah? Horrific. Just the ugliest thing in the world, but go on. Well, I, anyway, I bought a what I could afford, which was like a $60 necklace, right? Yeah, all right. Um, Not bad. Well, it was the cheapest one in the shop, but um, <laughs> uh, and I thought she'd like it. it. Had a little heart on it, you know. Classic did you pay stuff. cash. Uh, I did pay cash. Yeah, yeah, of course you did. Of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have a credit card as a sixteen-year-old. <laughs> anyway, gave it to her, and she gave me a voucher for a CD store. This is back when CDs still occurred, still were a thing, right? It was it was an HMV. Oh, I do know this story. Okay, so then I like two days later, whatever it was, on the weekend. To HMV to the to the store, and I go, hey, I have a one hundred dollar gift voucher here. I want to buy like what five, four CDs, five CDs. Mm. Oh my goodness, mm. please, you know, sign me up. And I go go get all my CDs, bring them to the front of the counter. The the girl at the counter, she goes to the voucher and she goes, this is expired. And I was like, no, it can't be expired. I just got it. It's a Valentine's Day gift. And she was like, 
she's like looking at the code. She's like, no, they only last for a year. This was purchased in January of last year. So it's expired now. And I was like, but I just got it. Anyway, it turned out that my girlfriend had received this gift voucher from her boyfriend for Valentine's Day the year before, had not spent it, had stayed with him, had got me as a side piece, didn't oh. tell either of us what was happening. <sighs> and then I, the only reason any of it came out is because I tried to spend an expired HMV voucher at a CD store. <laughs> and the whole thing unraveled. Anyway, obviously I'm over it and it's very cool and I'm yeah, you're fine. fine now. I'm fine with it now. It's yeah. so, can I just say, like the idea of going, I think I need a side piece and going for Michael Hing is <laughs> one of the strangest choices I've ever heard. I also yeah. find being like 17 and going, yeah, I need a side piece <laughs> weird, don't you? Yeah, well he was, uh, I think he was in a... The wife and kids are getting me down. <laughs> <laughs> just having a secret life with me. No, he, he. I think he'd moved schools. I think uh, that's... Oh, he'd moved at the area. So he'd gone... To, he wasn't at school, but he'd gone to a different area. And so um, wow. I think that... But I think she hadn't really broken up with him. Yeah. Wow. And I was still talking on MSN Messenger or whatever oh. it was. Oh, no. The betrayal. Sorry, I think I just triggered you both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something about MSN Messenger. I was like... Oh, yeah, no, there was a lot of scandals broached on MSN Messenger. Uh, LOL. ASL. Lewis, have you ever been caught doing anything or are you a perfect angel? Um, Yeah, you know that I've been caught doing a lot of things. I've gotten away with most of it, Uh but I will get caught eventually. You Mm -hmm. know what they say that about a criminal? The things that you catch them for. That's just one of the things they've many many of the things they've done. Yeah, um, I, I think the reason you get caught is you always go back to watch the fires. <laughs> <laughs> I just love to watch the burning and the, the the fire. I love the heat and the screams. Um, no, uh, we we talked about this before in terms of the different ways that we all get punished as kids. Oh, sure. Like I got caught by the police with marijuana once, mm. um, and I was very young, and it wasn't a lot. And um, I'm white. It's probably, probably, so it's probably oregano. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The cops just um, dropped me home. It's a bit of a warning. <laughs> uh, so, and my parents were like, oh, yeah. Like, the cops are like, your son had, had marijuana. And then they're like, sure. <laughs> and that was the end of it. Yeah. Uh, yep. Pretty much how that would happen for you, Hingers, if you'd have been taken home with weed by the cops. Look, we'll never know, because obviously I would never engage with drugs. Now, (laughs) shall we get into some stories? Let's do it. Coming up, you'll hear about a mother who is way too comfortable around her son, the fastest growing toenails in the West, and a security guard that got way more than he bargained for. Olivia in Tookley, what's your court story? Hi guys, so my boyfriend's mum caught us in the weirdest act. Oh, no. oh, great tease. Great. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm hooked in, Olivia. What yeah, happened? I'm loving this. Um, so me and my partner, my boyfriend at the time, we were doing, you know, the midday sexy time. Um, we were going at it. He was under the blanket, you know, doing his thing. Um, wait, wait, wait. And- I'm sorry. Doing his thing could mean so many different things. <laughs> Hang on. But Can you, if you're going to give us euphemisms, you need to be even slightly more specific as you were being vague. <laughs> so he was eating me out under the blanket. Um, I don't know what you expected then, Lewis. Yeah, I'm honest. That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> yeah, so he was okay. doing his little thing under there. Okay, um, okay. now we know what that means. And... The door was shut. Um, obviously, 
It was at Not his a euphemism, that house. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Door was shut, parents' house. His mum um, was home, decided to not knock or anything, just, you know, uh, open the door, come in, sit on the bed. No! And just wait and stare me in the eyes. Wait and for what? What for you to finish? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, for me to finish, basically. And obviously, I couldn't finish no. when I had someone staring me in the eyes. It's horrifying. Um, not for everyone. Yeah, yeah, not for me anyway. <laughs> um, but, yeah, staring at me in the eyes, just waiting. And I was like, I tapped him on the head. I was like, excuse me, um, your mum's sitting right there. And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. Just let me finish. No. No, not happening. Yeah. And then he was still under the blanket um, and his mum and him started having a full-on conversation <gasps> in the middle of him trying to, you know, make me finish. And I was like, not happening. I got up, <laughs> walked out. I was like, no. So no, he's, he's using his tongue for conversation and for the deed simultaneously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My goodness. It's, I mean, it's I, impressive in some ways, horrific I in others. <laughs> hate this family. <laughs> yeah, I hate yeah. them. So was this the beginning of the end for you and the and the then boyfriend? Pretty much. He's an ex now, so yeah. you'd yeah. say that was, you know, um, his mum was part of the issue there. Wow. That is mortifying. Chloe, what's your court story? Hiya. Um, I was caught in a deadly hot tub and my brother's exceptionally fast-growing toenail saved my life. What? What? What the yeah. hell? That's the greatest headline I've ever heard. It's some great teasers today great. already. Yeah. Love this. So you oh, were in a, was... you're in a, a, a deadly hot tub. Tell us about this yes. hot tub. Okay, so I was 10 and on a holiday. I was, of course, pretending to be a mermaid in the hot tub. Classic. When a large section of my hair got stuck <gasps> in one of the valves whilst oh. I was underwater. Oh, no. oh shoot. So my mum and my brother can hear flailing and splashing that is not mermaid-like whatsoever. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't and have the grace. Running. I don't remember that scene from Little Mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> Just slowly <laughs> running out of air. No, 10 year old drowning. Uh, they can't find the off button to the hot tub. And, of course, who brings scissors on a holiday? Mm-hmm. So course, my man. brother... My brother, however, has exceptionally fast-growing toenails, notoriously. And he's packed his toenail clippers for a four-day holiday. Oh. And he yelled, the toenail clippers, and I had a terrible, terrible haircut for <gasps> the next few weeks. Yeah, yeah but you were alive. Yeah. So but I was free. <laughs> yeah, yes. toenail was, clippers. Was, so, like, not the yeah. scissors, but, like, the actual clippers. So he gave you a haircut. It was the only thing. Mid-time. They tried to yank my hair out, and the clippers were the only thing. So those tiny little clippers, so he had to, like, go along going... Yeah. All the way along your hair. For probably a quarter, a good quarter of my hair. Yeah. And did your, I mean, as a as a brother, I've got two sisters. When I was a kid, I would have loved to do that. (laughs) The idea of giving my sisters a humiliating haircut with some toenail clippers would have Mm -hmm. filled like childhood as as you know with joy, while also saving their life and holding that over them for the rest of their lives. And then they don't get to complain about the bad hair because you saved their life. It's 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 honestly the perfect scenario for a sibling to be in. (laughs) It's heaven. Courtney, uh, what's your court story, Courtney? Hello, Three Musketeers. Yes. My story is about uh, the first time my partner and I did the adult naughties. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we met, we were both from Melbourne. Um, we met just at the start of COVID. Um, so everything was obviously in full lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, so dates were pretty limited to like picnics in the park and stuff like that. Sure. Um, date number four rolled around. We just sort of got some takeaway and went and did the whole watch the city lights kind of thing from the back of the car. 
Um, one thing led to another, started to get a bit frisky, um, but where we all parked, we were in quite a popular place, so we moved away and went for somewhere a bit more secluded. It's like down by a river or something? Or Make you out pop yeah, into that a, kind of thing. Okay, sure, by the old jetty, um, okay. <laughs> and um, we did, you know, got down, did the hanky-panky, and it was all a bit of a cute moment, and um, he just asked me to be his girlfriend, and then uh. these two big headlights just got shined on the back of the car. <laughs> oh, no. uh, we sort of waited a few seconds, hoping they would just leave, um, but they obviously weren't going to, so eventually my partner put on some clothes and stuck his head out the door, and it was the police. Oh, <laughs> no. no. Where we had pulled up, obviously, was unknown to us, was a quite a popular tourist attraction park, oh. um, and just having a car parked out the front of it, they obviously assumed that maybe we were breaking in, or probably, let's face it, they probably knew what we were really doing. But, yeah, um, but if you're in a car and doing it, I guess I'm not across the legals of this. Is that allowed? At night? No, I guess. <laughs> but maybe during COVID, you, oh, you know, it was breaking sure. those rules. Sure, maybe. Okay, what did the police say when they um did the, when they approached? Oh, we just did the nice pleasantries of no worries. We're just going to head off like it's all good. And then um, just as they were about to leave, my partner like called out to the police officer by his first name and was like, hey, I didn't know you'd become a police officer. No! no. Um, <laughs> it turns out that he used to work with him and knew him quite well. Um, no! The police officer just turned around and looked at us and just gave us one line of, well, I didn't know you liked to shag in the bushes, so. (laughs) Pony in Redland Bay, what is your court story? So uh, I was a head head security guard at a pub and uh, uh, it was quiet Saturday and um, there was a couple having sex um, in the toilets, in the stable toilets. Uh Uh-huh. And... We knocked on it saying we need to, you guys need to get out. And so we kicked the, the open the door and the male just ran. He just legged it. And it was like a raining uh, Saturday. Mm. And so the girl was like, oh, my God, like, I'm so embarrassed. And we escorted her out. Anyway, so a bit later, his lady comes up to me and goes, oh, did you kick out a guy wearing a white shirt and jeans? And I was like, oh, yeah, we kicked out a guy in some that description. Um, we called him... Um, having sex in the disabled toilets and she's like oh and i was like yeah it was with that lady over there turns out that oh. the lady was her friend wait what do you and, and who is she to the guy she so the guy was the, the other lady was the the wife oh and the lady, oh. And the lady okay. so he, he, he was had having a, sex with in was the toilets was, he was cheated on his wife with his wife's friend yes. at the pub in public. Yes. <laughs> and then got caught by the security guards and booted out. And then the reason she found out that he was cheating is because you had to explain what he was caught for. And why I kicked him out, yes. Fuck. Oh. Oh. Sam from Newcastle, the greatest city in the world. What is your court story? Hey, mate. Uh, so my story is we had some uh, next-door neighbours that used to come over to the house regularly and sort of just, like, have, like, dinner and, you know, watch the football. I'm, I'm sitting in the, pe- uh, sorry, the lounge room with... Um, my parents, I'm sort of like about 13 years old. My sister's like a, like two years older. And um, anyways, I, I noticed that I'm um, sitting on the lounge and I noticed that my next door neighbour, his name's uh, Michael, and I look at his, just happen to look like that direction. I look at his little little uh, toenail. I'm not sure why there's so many toenail stories today, but <laughs> his little toenail was about three and a half centimetres long oh. and the rest perfectly clipped. And I he, just... The little one, the little so toe. Like some, yeah, some yeah. people sometimes do that with a fingernail and they call it a drug nail or a coke nail mm-hmm. on their fingers. Yeah. He was doing that with his toenail. I'm not sure what this guy was doing, but okay. it was it was, it was was weird. And yeah. um, 
I'm sitting there with my phone, so I, I text my sister. She's sitting on the other couch. And I just <laughs> saying, Oi, check out, like, you know, I just I sent her a text. I won't tell you. I sent her, sent her a text. And then, um, and so then I'm, I'm looking at my sister going, Oi, look at your phone. She didn't look at it. And I was like, Oi, look at your phone. And then, anyways, she goes, What? All this says is, look at how long Michael's little toenail oh, is. Oh, my God. And I just went, Oh, and he looked straight at me, and I was like, "Oh, sorry, bro." Oh no! <laughs> he looked straight at her, and then he and then he had a moment where he just looked down and sort of just like touched his toenail and just like kept on watching TV. And then I just I just went, "Oh yeah, I'm starting to feel a bit crook," and just left me sister downstairs to deal with the crap. Oh, <laughs> oh. that. Makes me sick, and I don't know why. Yeah, mortifying. Very upsetting. Yeah. Thank you, and Sam. And also, where's the solidarity? Where you know, yeah, yeah. from the sister, unfair. Was anyone else thinking he had a coke toenail? Yeah, I was. <laughs> anyone else like he was trying to do? That's the most flexible drug addict in the world. <laughs> trying to do bumps of cocaine off his toenail, off his elongated toenail. Yeah, that, honestly, it's the only thing I could think of. I'm like, why else why would you have, you have it? it? Unless he. You know how there are people who, uh, in the movies, there's always some, like, henchman. I'm thinking of, like, a sort of Tom Cruise 80s, like, mm-hmm. he's a, he's got getting into a bar fight or whatever, yep, yep. and some guy, like, clicks his heels, and a knife shoots out of the boot? Yes. Sure, okay. Yeah, a spur Maybe or something. Yeah. that's like him. He kicks off his thong, and then he's just like, ah, he's got a little talent to kick people. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's a big kicker. <laughs> also, how was that story from Tony about the security guard perker? Oh, man. Uh, loved that. Loved that it was the wife that found out at the end. Look, can I be honest? I feel like Tony didn't tell the story as well oh, as he could have. He just missed the one detail, didn't he? He just <laughs> needed to reorder the fact that <laughs> yes. it was the wife. We were all like, wait, no, that isn't that interesting. And then we were like, oh, that's oh, the most interesting thing in the world. Yeah. But maybe, yeah, because I was wondering why the guy came out of the bathrooms and just bolted. Just bolted, yeah. Man. But now it makes sense. The yeah. eye's cheating. Just the, like, <laughs> nerve. The nerve of someone in it. Because he's like, it's a quiet night. wasn't even, like, the busiest pub in the world. Yeah. He snuck away with his, with his wife's friend to have sex. wasn't New Year's Eve or something yeah. in a chaotic mm. evening. Not that that would excuse no, it. No, but, but you could, you know. at least in your head then you're yeah. like, oh, maybe we'll get away with it. You're yeah. like, it's a quiet night at the pub. It's brazen. <laughs> it's quite brazen. <laughs> I actually, that has scarred me now. I think that any running man, probably a cheater. That's what I'll say. Yeah. Any man who's sprinting, wow. have they recently cheated on their partner? Matt yep. Shervington, I'm calling you out. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he sprinted recently. Right, okay, uh, sure. But, yeah, <laughs> the Olympics. topical reference. <laughs> he just got that gig at sunrise. That's why he's on my brain. <laughs> I, um, Bolt, Usain Bolt might have been a more timely reference. I mean, Usain Bolt has definitely cheated on hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, I'm, I mean... Yeah. I don't want to defo him. But, no, I um, think it's like out there. Yeah, I, think, I don't think it's defo. I've I've heard some I've heard some stories that are pretty close to home about uh, yeah, yeah, Usain yeah, Bolt. Yeah, yeah. Um, in fact, Usain Bolt had sex with uh, T- Hing's high school girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, to while they were all Bolt high again. school age. Let me tell you, he's not quick at everything. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there are some races I beat Usain Bolt in actually. <laughs> Sorry, that's probably a bit crook. No, it's good stuff. All right, let's get to some more stories. Coming up, you'll hear about a severed finger and also a nipple ring. Adam, what's your court story? Hey, uh, this is uh, the story of when I accidentally chopped my brother's finger off. Oh! Oh! Pretty full on. How do do these come up regardless of what the topic is? (laughs) 
right. What, Adam, what happened? Well, I was about five. He was probably four. So we got the ball stuck in the drain. I tried to put a stick to lift up the concrete slab on top. And oh, no. I don't know why I thought he could lift it. I said, oh, I'll try and lift it. And obviously the stick snapped. And oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So how much how much finger did he lose? Uh, well, it was the pretty much the full ring finger. And first thing I've said is don't tell mum. And I don't know how we could hide that. But <laughs> Just wear gloves for the next 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> he got oh. microsurgery and the finger got reattached. So oh. just, yeah, I mean, you can't really tell except for his fingernail grows a little bit funny now. But Oh, that's pretty good. So yeah. how did you get the finger out of the drain? Well, it was actually hanging off by a millimetre of skin. Oh. But I don't know how that happened. It must have what? bounced off his finger. Oh. Shouldn't have asked. Why? Yeah, don't know why you want that detail. Don't know why you want that Sorry, everybody. Alona in Wagga Wagga, what's your court story? So in a summer storm a little over a year ago, half a tree fell down next to my house oh. and it took out the power line direct to my house. So I was the only house on the street without power mm. and I was outside and everyone, all the neighbours had come out to have a look because there was a power line. It was a bit of a spectacle and there was a kind of cute guy and we got to talking and he was from a couple of houses down And he kind of just dropped a comment of, you know, if you need anything later, you know where I live. Oh, hello. Yeah, I thought I'd take the opportunity. A few hours later, my phone battery was about to die. So I grabbed a couple of beers. I grabbed my phone charger and I decided to go take him up on the offer. Oh, that's Yeah, so I walked up to his house. He lived like three houses down and I went through the front gate. I went up the footpath. I went to the front door, which was just on a little like veranda and I literally had my hand up to knock on the door and I glanced to my right and there was a gap in the curtain and I just like split second glanced in there and caught him fully naked lying on the floor masturbating furiously. <laughs> oh God. Oh, now, that's, God. Now, now that's awkward obviously. But it's, he's in his own home. He's in his own home. So he's, yes, al- yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's, he's allowed to do that. He's, there's yeah, no, he's yeah. not doing anything wrong. And, he, and, no. and, and as you said, there's a, it's, it's a, there's a curtain. So he's not trying to show everyone. He's trying to hide. You've just accidentally seen it. So no one's yeah. in the wrong here. No one's done no. anything. No. You've, you've, you've not tried to perv. It's just a glimpse. But at the same time, you can't knock on the door because then you know. Because <laughs> he, he shake his hand. He comes to the door. He doesn't know. You know. And then you've got to say, like, it's just. So what did you do, Alona? Well, I, I don't know if he saw me mm. glance through the window. Like, I hadn't knocked at that point. So I, I kind of just quickly backed away. Like, I don't know if he even heard the gate. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Matt in Essendon, what is your court story? Howdy, Musketeers. Hello. Um, so I'm an electrician and we install a fair bit By of trade or? <laughs> By trade. <laughs> uh, it depends. <laughs> So, yeah, we installed a fair bit of CCTV and um, got a call out to uh, Melbourne to kind of, they had a break-in, so they wanted to get some footage on where um, the guy had got in, basically. And um, as me and the building manager were going through the footage, we were going to, like, oh, where's the security guard? Because, you know, there should still be security guards walking around patrolling. And um, he walks into frame, getting a bit frisky with a cleaner. 
Oh. And um, so we catch the we, we find the burglar get in and um, while he's going in stealing stuff, the security guard's having sex with the cleaner. No. <laughs> what? Yeah. So the re- the, and the reason the burglar got in and out was I oh, no that's I can't say that sorry bro. <laughs> well, the burglar wasn't getting in and out. Do you think was um <laughs> was the cleaner in on it? Are they seducing them so that the oh you think it was a honey, tra- a honey trap? I think it was a honey trap. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. I'm hoping. <laughs> wow, because that um, then yeah, it becomes I a heist. It was good on both, yeah. good on both of them, but um yeah, unfortunately they both got fired after that. So oh, oh. I mean sh- yeah, interesting. Oh, I hope they're happy together wherever they are. Yeah. Simon in Melbourne, what's your court story? Hi, gang. So I was getting a little bit frisky with a partner. Uh Of course, it's another sex story. No nails this time, I swear. Thank you. Um, And we were sort of like play fighting and tickling and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And I started chasing them out of the room. And as he was going through the doorway, he tripped. Oh. And his no, nipple no, no, no. piercing. Oh no! I'm so sorry. His nipple piercing got caught in the door latch <gasps> and what? ripped clean off. Ah! <laughs> wait, wait. The nipple ripped clean off, or the nipple piercing ripped clean off? Why would you ask, the, the, Michael? The piercing was like a bar oh, through no. the nipple, and <laughs> it it got caught in the latch, and then it just ripped straight off as he was falling. I am I am covering my nipples just to hear this story. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, every time I hear every time oh. I tell this story, it's the same reaction. Okay. But yeah, went to the, the, the hospital, had to get stitches, the nurse was not nice. Oh. Oh. Sorry, I think I need to say as well, because obviously people can only hear us, they can't see us. The way Perko said that, it sounded like her nipples were out. And then she's oh, sure. covering them. <laughs> Just so you know, I mean, she's covering them over her clothes. To be clear, <laughs> oh, that's. Did you manage to? Um, I guess you were at the hospital, so you didn't manage to rekindle the the moment that evening. Uh, no, no. I think after that, it sort of really took a downhill turn um, mm. for the sex and the relationship. Yeah, it's so hard uh, to bounce back from that. Yeah, we we mourned his nipple for a while. <laughs> We hardly knew ye. Ash from Melbourne, what's your court story? Hi, guys, um, and we'll skip. I used to live in a share house, and I basically uh, caught my housemate using my cat's litter box as a bathroom. No! What? Ones or twos? But... uh, both, unfortunately. Oh, no! Um, but he straight up gaslit me into thinking my cat was sick. Um, <laughs> Sitting like a human? Yeah. Oh, no, that's, that's human style shits with the corn so, in them. No, I think your cat's unwell. That's probably what's happening. Yeah. I had to take my cat to the vet. Um, it's shitting like a full person. <laughs> and then... Uh, I now have the knowledge that I was cleaning his uh, shit out of my cat's litter box. Yuck. Okay, okay. How far was the bathroom from the kitty litter? An infuriating small amount. Yeah. (laughs) It was was like 10 steps, if that. So he was into it. This was a thing he wanted to do. uh, I think he was just 
being lazy, I don't know. Like I walked into the bathroom where the litter was and I just saw him squatting over it. Our eyes met. I said nothing. He said nothing. I left the room and I moved out about a week later. Yuck. So, yeah. Hang on. So the so the the kitty litter tray was inside the bathroom, like next to the toilet. No, it was so it was a bathroom with a separate toilet. Right, and rather okay. than walking ten steps to the toilet, he would shit in my cat's litter. Wow, that, that's disgusting. That is a horrific story on a show that deals almost exclusively in horrific stories. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to admit, I'm a bit curious now. <laughs> As in, what it would feel like to shit in kitty litter? Well, I mean, I'd, I've never done it, obviously, but I'm like, well, I've shit in the woods. You know what I mean? Like, you've, you know, when you're on a like when you're out camping or yeah. something like that. Yeah, I think kitty litter does feel the same. Yeah, it's but it's, it's a step up from that, if anything. Yeah, it's a bit luxurious, but I guess there's no there's nothing to wipe on, is there? No. Nah. Sorry, Perky, you said that so definitively, <laughs> like you've. Well, because cats have got that very, you know. They've got oh, a it real yeah. They've got a sphincter that really slices it off at the end. Berko, <laughs> you enjoying this conversation? I'm loving it. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a dog and I've got like a little grass patch on the balcony. Oh yeah. Um, oh, for yeah. him, if have, you wanted to take that for a spin. Have you never? Have you never looked at that grass patch and thought, "Ah, oh, that's the life for me." <laughs> Aiden has pissed on it before. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Was Why? he drunk or was he curious? Was he stuck uh, on the balcony? <laughs> okay, maybe twice. Once he was drunk. The other time was when we first got our dog and he was a puppy and they and we'd read something about toilet training them sometimes. Uh <laughs> that like if you pee, it'll smell like piss and then they'll know to to piss uh, there. Okay. I would have but thought if actually, you peed no, on it, what... he would have marked it like it was Aiden marking his territory and then the dog would have been like, No, not for me then. That's no, no, that's no, no, dad's that's dad's grass. They'll just mark right on top. He yeah. so that's what he would have done. But what in, actually ended up happening <laughs> is as Aiden was peeing on the grass, the dog kind of walked into it and Aiden sort of pissed on the dog a little bit. <laughs> I I gotta make a phone call. I'm sorry, you're not allowed to have that dog anymore. <laughs> All right, let's get now to our very special extra caller for this week. It is time for our bonus caller. Celebrating the late great, still alive, Pat Boone. And our bonus call this week is from Sean in Adelaide. G'day, Sean. What is your court story? There was a bunch of us. We would sometimes go down to northern New South Wales, Cabarita Beach, lovely part of the world. There was some cabin accommodation there that we would stay at quite a bit. One weekend we were down there for a, a friend's birthday party. So you can imagine there's lots of drinks, bit of food, everyone's enjoying themselves and uh, this cabin style accommodation. So one of my mates and his girlfriend decided to go back to their cabin for a bit of, bit of jiggery pokery, let's say. Yeah. Um, and uh, anyway, so apparently it was all happening and then she decided she needed to go to the bathroom. Now the bathroom's a, a separate building. So mm-hmm. she's left now, apparently while she's done that, He's got naked, thought it would be funny, turned the lights off and got under the bed to hide from her. He's going to scare her when she came back in. Oh, that's fraught. She, oh, boy. She, that's, yes. So she's come in. Oh, lights off. Anyway, so she's run across the room and jumped on the bed. Now, these are like quite old style spring oh. mattresses. So the weight of her has come down. Oh. He's on the floor naked. Oh. And then as the no. springs have come up, they've no. closed on his scrotum. No! <laughs> No. So, 
sure. <laughs> He's freaking out. She's freaking out because, like, you know, we're, everyone's a bit pissed. Um, she's come running out of the out of the cabin like, help, help, help. We're all like, oh, my God, what's going on? We come running in, turn the light on, and it's like, oh, where, where's David? And then we hear this kind of whimpering crying <laughs> from under the bed. So oh. we've all literally done like, you know, how you just you just see heads appear. Check under the bed. Down the side <laughs> of the bed. Check under the bed. Oh, my goodness. Because all we could see was the back of his head and his heels were on the floor and oh. the rest of him was suspended stuck under the bed so oh. we all we've all had a good laugh and then we've had to have a think about it get our collective uh yeah. delusional drunk heads around how are we going to get him out so what did you do so we all decided well we all decided that a couple of us guys would you know had to get the timing right we would jump on the bed oh. and then he would kind of have to pull his bum away to get the oh scrotum released from the springs that so is it was, a crazy solution to that problem, yeah, and I yeah. love it. <laughs> so, did it work? Because the timing on that is so precise. Yeah. Whereas if you just gently lean on the bed, you could it would have extended the springs yeah, down. But, you know. but instead, you're like, let's all jump on it and give him <laughs> yeah. a tenth of a second yeah, yeah, yeah. to rip his scrotum out <laughs> of these springs. It's, honestly, it feels yeah. like something out of an Indiana Jones film. <laughs> yeah, we all decided the the funnest thing to do for us to you know yeah. for fun would that be to sense. jump on the bed. So about about two or three of us would jumping on the bed uh and trying he had to try and time it to get his scrote out of the spring how'd he go but, um yeah you know we got there we got there and yeah he was he was fine bit of bit of bruising but uh no hospital visit and so yeah happy end wow that's really incredible that's really great thank you sean I lo- it's such a great visual every part of that yep i really felt like i was yep. in watching the story of your life unfold it was beautiful <laughs> Not a problem at all. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, and uh, yeah, enjoy your day. Oh my goodness. Hey, guys, can I just say, mm. if my scrotum <laughs> ever gets caught in a mattress like that, uh-huh. again, again, <laughs> for the 18th my, time, my, <laughs> ne- the next time my scrotum gets caught <laughs> in the series of springs, uh-huh. I think we should try the jump technique. Yeah. It's... <laughs> I'm sick of this lean and pry technique. I want jump. Nothing but jump from you, cowboys. <laughs> he is like, Man, I think this is just awoken something in me, this story. <laughs> He gets home, babe. Uh, how strong's our mattress? Yeah, <laughs> you jump on something. I'm going to hide. I guess the real moral of that story is: don't hide to scare people. That's no. a that's a that's a fraught thing to do. Yeah. It really is. I'm not much of a hider myself, but also, yeah, just anything naked is is it just adds the extra ten percent of the chance that your bits will get caught. Yeah, that's the one yeah. thing we've learned from this podcast. Mm-hmm. It has given me a fear of fingers. And to penises getting stuck in things. Let's not forget nipples. And nipples. Hey, we're covering our nipples as we speak. <laughs> Which brings Ooh. us uh, to the only time of the week where Jess has to do anything. Jess, <laughs> it's time for you to do your job and pick one of the f- stories from this absolute ball terror of an episode. <laughs> Look, I've loved this episode. I really liked Matt's story about the CCTV footage mm. um, showing the security guard and the cleaner getting frisky. Loved that. While the rubber so got funny. away. While getting the rubber got away. Dirty, as it were. Oh, man. Damn it. That's so good. Um, loved that story. We had some great ones. I loved them all, but I think just for how incredibly mortifying it was that Olivia had to go through what she went through with her boyfriend's mum just wandering in, sitting on the bed, 
maintaining eye contact while she got eaten out is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, and I think Olivia dodged a bullet breaking up with that guy because his mum is creepy. Um, so Olivia is simply the jest for this week. Congratulations to Olivia. You win a big red sticker that says I was the best on Simply the Jest. You also win a golden ham shank earring courtesy of Hobber and Incorporated. Perko, an incredibly deserving win, I think. Basically, in this for this show, if you go through something harrowing, the more harrowing it is, the more likely it is the Perko will give you a sticker. Yeah, because you need it, you know? Mm. What's going what's gonna to pick you up? Yeah. A big sticker. Also, just I haven't heard that the words eating out said in the way that Olivia said them. Like, yeah. it was... It was. It really cast me back to a a, a different out. time, you know. Do you remember last week when that lady called in about Papa Roach eating her out? <laughs> <laughs> Did she say eat me out as well? I think she had to because I think we, the topic was eating. God damn, it's so true. <laughs> Two eating out stories. God damn. Maybe the, maybe, maybe eating out's the new piss. What do you think, Pogo? Wow. No, no, no. Let's stick with piss. <laughs> just it's just two weeks in a row now. You've gone for the uh... yeah. It could be third week. If you have a story about getting eaten out, <laughs> topic next week. Please text it in to Jess specifically. No, no, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. that. Uh, Send it to me. No, don't. <laughs> a huge thank you uh, to everyone who uh, follows this podcast on all the podcast apps and whatnot. Um, please do leave it a review or a rating. We love to read those. Thank you to our producers. We have Ann Carter. We have... Lou Hill on this one. Mm-hmm. And yeah, as Hing was saying at the top of the podcast, if you enjoy this podcast, there's a 85% chance you'll really love Silver Bullet. Mm-hmm. Mate, you know what? 87% chance. 87% Ooh, chance. Yeah. Okay. I, mm-hmm. I reckon that's pretty high. I'd take those odds. <laughs> um, Jessica, thank you again for joining us. We love you so much. I love you more than life itself. I what? love you Damn. a bit. Well, come on. No, be be nice. No, do you know what? I do love Jess very much. And do you know what, Jess? You come were... on! What about Hing? Sorry. Continue. Oh, sorry. No, Hing's fine. Okay. Um, but Jess, you mm. and I, you, we were texting earlier in the week, uh, as we like to do, and you were like, just so you know, we, we, we realised, well, you really brought it to my attention, that you and I have been doing a weekly segment together for six years. <laughs> yeah. Six years. Six years. So think back to what your life was like in... 2017. God, it was better. I was going to say, <laughs> do you think six years has made it has gone up or down since then, Perko? No, it's gone up. But that's just that's just age, you know. Like mm. I've just I've got more money. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> She's um, doing very well. I'm doing pretty well. I'm yeah. doing fine. Okay, okay. Plus, you get to know your old friend Lewis a bit better. That's right. And the more I know Lewis, the more I grow as a person. That's <laughs> okay. I want to throw up now. Let's All right. Go. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs> So, he was eating me out. Hey, it's Sanro. If you're enjoying Simply the Jest, then I reckon you might like Bang On. It's a podcast with me and the legendary Miff Warhurst, banging on about the week of music, pop culture, life, fashion and stuff. Bang On, on the ABC Listen app and wherever you get your podcasts.